0: And sit down. And sit down.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday night, we've got more news, and I'm just going to talk about something. See if I can't get kicked off the internet completely tonight, because, you know, fuck it, why not, right? So, let's go through these here, That's uh, so all these people get mad at me. Uh, let's see. You can find us on all these platforms, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. James Tawyer for Kentucky. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number 4ky.com. People over politics, people helping people. Chris By for Alaska's congressman. Go to itstimealaska.com. Of course, I don't know why I don't have it on here. Uh, Got Libertarian Party Veterans Caucus, leading libertarians to veteran issues, leading veterans to libertarian solutions. And then I've got this one about right here. Go to inauguralpodcast.com. Uh, that's where you can find uh, you can find all of these shows on the website now. Uh, Liberty 101, this show, the Thursday night show, the Wednesday night show, they're all on the website now. So you can go check them out over there. There's bios for all the hosts over there. Uh, with more stuff hopefully coming soon. Look at com. RedemptionTactical.com. It'll be in the comments here in a second. Carden for Kern. It's time, Alaska. Chris for AK.
0: And that's, uh, that's it, I think. Boom, right there. So I'm going to address the. I was going to say elephant in the
1: room, but I guess it would be a buffalo in the room. Yes, I know people died. Get off my back. Um, The Buffalo supermarket shooting. uh, It is being called and dubbed a attack that was carried out based on race. It was a hate crime, all these other things that they're throwing out there. Um, If the allegations are to be believed that Uh, in the 180-page document manifesto. Yeah, 180-page manifesto that an 18, 19-year-old wrote. Um, There's some pretty racist stuff in there. But I do find, we'll go over that here in a second, but it is is interesting that it's 180 pages, that it's just filled with all the white supremacist stuff, it's filled with you know a scary assault weapon information thing, a whole section on that it's uh it's interesting, so we'll go over some preliminary information um The suspect uh in the shooting in Buffalo New York left ten dead. I think that number is actually thirteen now uh, is an eighteen year old who previously threatened violence against his high school authorities said so this isn't the first time this kid's shown signs of violence. I'm not going to say his name because fuck this kid. Uh, of Conklin, New York, drove more than three hours to a grocery store Saturday and shot 13 people, killing 10. Authorities believe the assault was an intentional attack on members of a predominantly black upstate New York neighborhood. 11 of the 13 people who were shot were black. So maybe that's wrong. Maybe only 10 died and there was two. Three recovered. You're jumping ahead of me, James. You're you're jumping ahead of me, bud. So here's where everything gets super interesting, right? Ten
0: people are dead. Uh more than more than one single person was found dead at the scene. The shooter
1: was identified in the deadly attack on Saturday and was charged with one single count of murder. Officials said they would weigh additional charges in the coming days. A mass shooter was charged with one single count of murder. That's all he was charged with. With a single count of murder. Not assault, not anything else. Just a single count of murder. And here's why it's so interesting.
0: you there's there's two narratives right now that that would have to make sense right
1: the first being if you believe the hype and all that in the news is that this is basically an un an unstated uh what is it the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand it it's it follows some of the similar patterns you know there was a bunch of markings and drawings on the the rifle um it was live streamed and all this stuff like the the similarities are there it was racially motivated um a specific group of people were targeted and attacked
0: it, it it's it could look like a copycat kill' him. or you're like me and you smell something really rotten in the water. This is
1: feeling a lot more like the uh, Vegas shooting in which a lot of the information that was being peddled to us wasn't lining up. And there were eyewitness accounts that contradicted what was going on and contradicting the narrative that was coming out of the news. And it just happens to be, you know, all of the right conditions to make them national news. So, for example, it is a white young man in the United States using an AR-15 who drove three hours. Apparently, in New York, the only place you could find black people was three hours away from him, which is that is insane. Because here in the South, i I wouldn't have to drive twenty minutes. So maybe New York's more racist than than East Tennessee, and y'all segregate the hell out of people up there. But Apparently, he had to drive three hours to find a a building that was predominantly black. Like I said, he used an AR. Actually, this AR would be classified as illegal because it had a protruding uh, pistol grip, which are illegal in New York. I actually looked up the law earlier, so let's, I'll pull this up.
0: Uh, this is a this is a snippet of his manifesto. But yeah, so that is the rifle that he used. It is legal because it doesn't have the
1: flash or the muzzle guard. Um, here, it is legal because it doesn't have a telescoping or folding stock, but it does have the protruding pistol grip. And in the video, we see that he's also modified it. If you watched any of the footage from the shooting or clips from it, uh, the the handle. Has been removed and replaced with a uh, no. It might have been. I thought it was an e, uh, a. Uh, it's a it's a red dot uh, site or a, a reflex site, I should say. But so, according to NY Safe, uh, so, uh, I'm sorry. The the website is safeact.ny.gov. Uh, this is all of the banned features on a rifle in the state of New York: a, a folding or telescoping stock, protruding pistol grip, thumb hole stock, second hand—I'm sorry, second hand grip or protruding grip that can be held by a non-shooting hand, bayonet mount. I don't know why bayonet mount was included. Um, I don't know that there's a whole lot of mass shooters that are going around with bayonets to, like. World War circa World War Two style stab somebody who's already down, but you know whatever. So the claims that you're seeing in the media are are already wrong about the firearm. They said it's a perfectly legal firearm. It's not according to New York Safe Act. It has a uh, it has a pistol grip that is protruding from the rifle. So therefore, in and of itself, that rifle is illegal. I'm still saying this is a glowing red hot, you know, glowy movement um, that you can see from Mars. Reason being, it's just like Vegas. This kid has a firearm that is illegal already to have. And no one's really certain as far as I know, not really certain how he got it. He was prone to violence before this, had issues already.
0: Um... I mean, it's, they, they, these always seem to be
1: like a recurring pattern. Either these psychopaths are just so much alike that they're picking the same stuff over and over again.
0: Or this is a part of a bigger scheme. And what is the means to the end? That's not, I didn't say
1: that right. Um, What is the end goal with this, right? Well, two things. Um, Number one, well, actually, I'd say probably three things. Number one will be to say, oh, we need stricter gun legislation in the United States. The government loves to tout this stuff out and say, oh, this is why we need more gun legislation. Look how evil this is. That's it. That's number one. Number two will be to reaffirm the racial divide in the United States that was created solely by the government to keep people from unifying against the government. If people are fighting based on class, based on race, based on religion, they're too busy fighting each other to fight the government. So this is reaffirming their racial divide. And number three, I would not be surprised if we didn't see this newly found Ministry of Truth going after people saying like anything other than what the official narrative from the White House is. I would not be surprised in the slightest. Watch, you know, major news persons, people's, whatever, be targeted over this, whether it's on social media, whether it's on the air, whether it's in person, whatever. I would not be surprised to see them use that, use this as an opportunity to roll that out. And they'll say, oh, well, Tucker Carlson is is a Russian bot. That's why we were able to go after him. This isn't targeting Americans. This is targeting Russians. Who is so dangerous and scary that they can't win a war in Ukraine, uh, which is a bordering country. They they can't keep their troops fed. So I'm super worried about Russia. I mean, they're so scary and evil that they can't fucking
0: be the third world nation. So.
1: This whole thing stinks. It smells set up at most. At bare minimum, the government is just going to use this as an opportunity to oppress you more. That's all this. It it's so, somewhere on that spectrum of they set this whole thing up to they are glad that this occurred is where they fall. Maybe, maybe they just supplied on the rifle and said, "Do what you want." Maybe they didn't. Maybe they sigh off to ass into doing some shit. Maybe his parents were, like, financially ruined, and they were like, hey, mommy and daddy get, uh, get to walk scot-free if you do this, who knows? We'll never know, because
0: the information always gets stifled, and we never get to hear the truth, but I'm not buying this. It's too similar too similar to the
1: Christchurch shooting. It's too similar to how the whole Vegas thing went down. And the fact that they're just saying they're going to charge him with one single count of murder stinks too. That makes it easier for them to let him walk and have him disappear into obscurity. And no one will ever recognize him. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like some kind of pardon or like the FBI fumbles a case and lets him walk and no one talks
0: about it. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one charge is easy to beat. It's easy to beat one charge.
1: Even of murder. And I think that's why they didn't go with ten counts of murder. Or, fuck, even, even five counts of murder, right? So, hmm. Because I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't understand. The, like, there is no justification for that, right? Like, there's no reason why they'll say, eh, one of murder is good enough. That's, what, 25 years? Maybe.
0: Maybe 30. So. And the kid's, what, 18? So, I mean, he'll be out when he's 48. If it's 30 years.
1: It does say that they may amend it and add other charges. But all of these other mass shootings that we've seen, where the culprit has been caught, they have charged them with much higher counts. Uh, the the church shooting, uh, the was it Charleston church shooting? Uh, there's been so many of them; it's hard to keep up with them. White kid shoots a black church. Came under the church name, but he was in, like on the scene. Was charged with like four or five counts of murder, and then like a bunch of other charges there. And then before they went to court, the DA tacked on other charges as well and dropped a couple, whatever. But it's so odd that this one, like this was a scene where they knew that this person had killed more than one person and for whatever reason only went with one kind of murder. And another thing that really stinks like it's it's really suspicious is that it was a hundred and eighty
0: page manifesto uh the um oh not the Oklahoma City bomber, the Unabomber um his manifesto i believe yeah, I believe he had
1: a manifesto his was only what like seventy pages, or well, maybe it's his memoirs one of the two I can't remember what it was, but was like seventy something pages, eighty something pages, and this guy was like genius level IQ. But just some eighteen year old kid is writing a one hundred and eighty page manifesto that walks through how he's gonna do it, why he's gonna do it and this and that. It's it's almost like they all this evidence just happened to land right queer right clear in their lap. And it just lines up perfect with everything they
0: want to do. So, the,
1: the section of this article here says New York Governor Kathy Hochul said the suspect acquired the rifle used in the attack legally, but the weapon had been modified with illegal magazines. New York bars the sale of any magazine that has a capacity of more than 10 rounds. Um, as I went over earlier, that's not even true in and of itself because that rifle of itself would have been illegal. It specifically outlines it in the, uh, SAFE Act, New York Bill,
0: policy thing. So, no, even, even the rifle wasn't legal.
1: Yeah, a little bit, and I'm gonna pivot in some other stuff, but, I'm just explaining how this entire thing just seems like, uh, the government had, a, a a big hand in this. Where
0: from, you know, an illegally owned firearm to the 180 page manifesto to
1: the way that it went down and all this stuff. I'm not going to go back over it again, but
0: yeah. And
1: he had threatened. So another thing was that he had threatened his high school the previous year, uh, Resulting in a referral for a mental health evaluation, a law enforcement official told USA Today on Sunday. The incident was reviewed by state authorities. At the time, the official, who was not authorized to comment publicly, said the suspect's parents were cooperating with authorities. So here's the other interesting part: is that he was uh, he was thrown into a mental health institution. And if I believe correctly, New York has an entire system where they track who has been uh, placed into a mental hospital uh, without checking themselves in. So if it's court-ordered or you're, the cops take you to the nut house, whatever, I believe in New York, the state of New York, they have a system that tracks that, which then feeds over into their firearms distribution database. Um so how that was able to be passed by was is interesting. I mean, it's this whole thing stinks. It's either the entire system is so stupid that none of it works or that the entire system was working and then someone tipped the scales to make sure it worked in their favor to get him this stuff and push a already insane person to doing more. It all stinks. And if the and if it's if it's the former where the entire system is so stupid that it doesn't work, then
0: why have the system at all? Because it's not stopping anything. So there is that. Do 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 do. And Joe Biden has made some kind of incoherent statement on it. It's probably something about how corn pop was a bad dude who had shiny hair. Let's go into uh, more dumb shit from the government today.
1: Um, a California police officer masturbated inside a family home
0: during a response call. And it gets better. This is
1: the mindset that police officers are in in the United States where they believe like they can legitimately do what the fuck they want
0: to and just get
1: away with it. That's what happens when you have laws protecting officers that can do whatever they want to. So a Northern California police officer has been placed on leave over allegation that he masturbated inside a family's home where he was dispatched for a disturbance as his department grapples with a series of recent controversies involving his personnel Authority said. San Jose officer Matthew Dominique uh Dom, Dominguez, yeah, Dominguez, who was 32, was arrested Thursday on suspicion of misdemeanor and decent exposure for an incident that allegedly occurred on April 21st. So what has happened in this story is they were called, three officers were called, uh yeah, three officers were called to a home. Uh, about a person with mental illness being violent towards family members what they didn't realize is they had just called for three more mentally ill people to show up at their home who was either going to beat them to death shoot their dog or jerk off in front of them as it turns out it was the last one so this officer uh sent the other two officers to go look for the suspect and then proceeds to touch himself in front
0: of the two family, uh, female family members and exposed himself to the mother. And the way that this article goes on, the victims fled and reported the incident to two male relatives nearby,
1: who uh, one of which also watched Dominguez uh, allegedly exposing
0: himself in the dining area of the home. he's on leave. He is on leave. He's not in cuffs. He's not been arrested. He's on leave. I'm going to go back. Uh, yeah, he's been placed on leave. That's it.
1: Not arrested, not indicted, nothing. He's just He's just on
0: leave. He's on. He's on an unpaid vacation. And this is not the first time that department has
1: had issues. Uh, they uh, in this article it goes on to talk about how one
0: officer uh, was offering to trade a meth pipe for information. I mean,
1: I actually kind of support that. I mean, fuck, you know you. It's like trading money
0: for some people. I don't know, right? Let's see. Yeah, they got that the meth pipe officer is on, on leave as well. The alleged incident has been under investigation
1: since December. San Jose Police Sergeant Christian Camarillo told Fox News he did not reveal the officer's name or details of the case, saying it was a personnel matter. On Friday, an off-duty officer was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence of alcohol before a two-car collision, the Mark Union reported. Also last week, the Santa Clara County Medical Examiner's Office confirmed that San Jose officer so, Jean Packard died from a fentanyl overdose. He was found dead in his, I'm not saying the name of that town, home on March 13. Uh, another officer is being investigated for allegedly being under the influence of alcohol while on duty and working a case in which a
0: three-month-old baby was abducted. This police department, like many
1: others, is just full of corruption. This is what happens when you have government and law enforcement, and they're not even law enforcement, they're just policy enforcement officers, um, that are above reproach. There is, If I went to my job, pulled my member out, and started playing with it in front of my manager, I would be arrested.
0: I would 100% be arrested. No questions asked. Even if it's just hearsay.
1: However, because this person is a policy officer who just
0: enforces whatever the government feels like enforcing this week, he is on leave. And I'm sure Per usual, the
1: uh police union is helping to cover his costs,
0: you know of living, his mortgage, his food, all these other things' that's what they do. I just how much further do we have to go? I mean this is stupid I mean it is stupid it's an officer
1: felt so entitled in that situation. To do whatever the
0: hell he wanted to, he just pulls his tally whacker out and just starts beating on it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yep, pretty much.
1: It's 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 insane. I don't I don't I don't know how we go on from here. It is the quite possibly the just. I mean, we
0: can repeal um, or get rid of uh, uh, qualified immunity, but I, I still don't think that's enough. I don't. I don't
1: think that will scare enough officers into not doing weird shit, evil, like just disgusting, deplorable shit, like exposing themselves to someone who just went through an incident where some mental person was trying to kill him or threatening to kill him, so they sent a mentally deranged person to expose themselves to him. That is the
0: dumbest shit ever. Speaking of dumb shit, this NPR article... uh, Yeah, most Americans
1: commit three felonies every day and most aren't enforced. That is very true. So this NPR... (laughs) So this NPR article is fairly stupid. Um, it's not stupid on NPR's part. It's stupid on the, the parents' part. Now, it is a cultural thing, I'm sure. And someone will, will say,
0: eh, you're in of their culture. Well, I don't really give a fuck either. So,
1: welcome. So, it is. the article is uh, headlined Parents Sue Their Son and Daughter-in-Law Demanding a grandchild or 675,000 US dollars. This report is coming out of New Delhi. A retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter in law, demanding that they produce a grandchild within one year or pay them 50 million rupees, which equates to 675,000 US dollars. Sanjeev Ranjan. Oh, I'm not saying that last name. Nope. A 61-year-old retired government officer said it was an emotional and sensitive issue for him and his wife, and they cannot wait any longer. His son, a pilot, was married six years ago. He goes on to say, we want a grandson or granddaughter within a year or compensation, because I have spent my life's earnings on my son's education. Uh, He told reporters on Thursday. Prasad, I guess, said he spent 3.5 million rupees or $47,300 for his son's pilot training in the United States. The main issue is that at this age, we need a grandchild, but these people, his son and his daughter in law, have an attitude that they don't
0: think about us. I don't care what culture you're from. That's fucking weird. That is super weird. Like You're not doing it enough with my son. We're going to sue you. What if... So, here's the other thing, too, is that the court accepted their
1: petition and scheduled it for a hearing on Monday. In India, obviously, uh,
0: the son and daughter-in-law could not be reached for comment. Yeah. What if? What if he's infertile? Like, what if he just? What if this is not a thing? What if that's not a option on the table? I mean, it makes sense, right?
1: Like when they say and include the information, he was a sixty-one-year-old retired government officer. I mean, that makes sense, right? Cause government is not super keen on bodily autonomy or you know rights in general. Um, so I guess that that in and of itself makes sense. But uh, yeah, this is a this is a stupid fucking article. Like it's funny. Like it, it made me laugh when I read it. Like this is stupid. Like, India is going to do what? Like, they're going to go after this couple for s- more than half a million U.S. dollars? No. No. Because it's not going to happen. And the U.S. isn't going to enforce it because they're going to look at that like that's, that's obviously fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, that's. That is, yeah, that's an insane article.
1: Could you imagine, like, your parents suing you for failing college? Like, just, like, hey, it wasn't my thing. I failed. All right, cool. We're going to sue you for everything. Also, you know, I understand pilots make a lot of money. I don't reckon they've quite got $675,000 laying around. Just saying. And I want to know how they come up to the 675000 number when the only figure they give that he, they've paid for is the $47,000 for flight
0: school. I mean, either
1: inflation is really bad in India
0: or they're just looking for a big payout. So, California is once again in a water crisis, yet
1: usage is way up. Officials are focused on the wrong problem, advocates say. I can guarantee that both people in this article are incorrect.
0: The officials and CNN. Let's get into this. California is facing
1: a crisis. Not only are its reservoirs already at critically low levels due to unrelenting drought, residents and businesses across the state are also using more water now than they have in seven years, despite Governor Gavin Newsom's efforts to encourage just the opposite. Newsom has pleaded with residents and businesses to reduce their water consumption by 15%, but in March, urban water usage was up by 19% compared to March 2020, the year the current drought began. It was the hottest March water consumption since, or the highest March water consumption since 2015. Uh, Part of the problem is that the urgency of the crisis isn't breaking through
0: to Californians. Blah, 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 blah. They're saying global warming, this and that, and the other thing. And it
1: talks about California's reservoirs. For those who don't understand, California does not supply its own drinking water it buys it from other states. Actually, it doesn't even really, really buy it. It's kind of like throwing a little bit of chump change and then just taking the majority of the water. So, part of the, you know, New Deal, uh, there was, uh, I, I believe it was the New Deal, but
0: part of it was the Colorado River Reservoir, whatever the hell it was called, there's a giant reservoir that is outside of the state of California that
1: pumps water to California. And I talked about this earlier on in, in this series. Um, but California is dependent on that reservoir. It has been for many, many decades. And every so often it goes through the cycle of drought and then it fills back up and then drought and it fills back up. The problem now is, is that the drought that they're going through is a lot heavier and a lot more prolonged than they used to, and it's scaring them a little bit. I have a solution. To the states that are being stolen from by the state of California, break the federal treaty and turn the water off. They are stealing your water. California is not the only state that is going through that drought. And I say, make California fend for itself. California is uber dependent on so many other states for everything that is it really worth it? California is a dumpster fire that is on fire, like that is rolling down a hill and the hill's on fire that is going to fall into a pit of acid that is also on fire. That is how horrible California is right now. Like they are, they're losing people at an, an exorbitant rate. And the policy just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse year after year after year. Turn the water off. They, are, they have an ocean on one side. Let them figure out how to process ocean water and stop starving out the, the other states around them. The problem is that California is too big of a state and the federal government has had too many
0: policies over the years to just force California to be there. California doesn't have to exist. It doesn't. People can leave it. Yeah,
1: I'm fine with that. Hell, let's sell it back to Mexico and start paying off some of that national debt. Um, California is its this giant behemoth that sucks up from everything around it. It sucks up from natural resources from other states, whether it be oil, whether it be water, whether it be energy. It, it just sucks up so much from anything around it. And they say, oh, well, California's GDP is super high. Yeah, because they've got cities with the population of some states. That is why. It's not because California has figured something magnificent out and they know how to do all this stuff. The state is the the size of a fucking country, like the population size of
0: a country in a single state. Not even the biggest state, physically. California is just
1: a dumpster fire, man. It's horrible. It. I can only imagine how horrendous it must be to be trapped in that shithole of a state. Like, Trump was right when he said shithole countries, but I think what he was actually referring to was California. If he wasn't, then he was wrong. California is the only shithole country I know of. And I say country because we should just let it be its own thing. He goes on to, let's see... Kelsey Hinton, the communications director of Community Water Center, a group advocating for affordable access to clean water, said that, ur- that urban communities, which typically get water from the state's reservoirs, they didn't have reservoirs, uh, don't seem to understand the
0: severity of the drought in the way that rural communities do. Oh! The, the rural, oh, I'm sorry, the urban poor communities. Just don't understand how important water is,. Hmm. Let me read this again. Kelsey
1: Hinton, the communications director of Community Water Center, a group advocating for affordable access to clean water, said the urban communities, which typically get water from the state reservoirs, don't seem to seem to understand the severity of the drought in the way that the rural communities do, where water could literally stop flowing out of the tap the moment. Their groundwater reservoirs are depleted. Once again, cities are the problem for everything. You cannot put that many human beings in one small of a space and expect it to go right. It never has and never will. Historically, major cities breed issues. Some of the first large cities in Europe uh, bred the plague, the bubonic Plague that killed millions across Europe. Why did it, where did it come from? It came from rats who were eating sewage and all kinds of other nasty shit in the road or in the streets. And then the bubonic plague was transferred by rats around the city and killed tons of people. Historically, larger cities just breed more crime, breed more corruption, just everything. They sunk up all of the resources. you look at rural communities, You don't have those same issues. There's typically a
0: lot of shortage of of, uh, resources or supplies or whatever. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is what it is. So if you take anything away from this
1: episode is that we should be selling California back to Mexico, not make it our problem or Arizona should just turn the tap off. Just no more water. Let them figure it out. I mean, if they think they're so great at, you know, solving climate issues, fuck, let them figure it out. Give them their own climate issue to figure out. But... I'm gonna cut it a little short tonight. I've got stuff I need to go
0: do. Um that's not this. But, uh, yeah, leave
1: with a piece of advice and some feel good stuff. Uh, you should always feel good about not trusting your government. It doesn't matter what they say, just don't trust them. Do your own research because guess what? Probably full of shit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, attack helicopters and M240 Bravo machine guns. Good night. Good liberty. I love you. Peace out.